This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the Village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Well, good morning. This is David Polakowski, the Executive Director with Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. And today we have Dr. Dan. Good morning. Advanced Wellness Center. And I'm going to let you tell me about the Wellness Center, what you guys provide. And then, you know, I really do want to talk about the changes that you're seeing in now our new norm with the today, the business and everything. And we can... um move forward looking at that, but tell me about your business. Tell me about what you guys do. Of course, you're a chiropractor and your background. Great. Well, thank you, David. I appreciate this uh, opportunity to be here this morning uh, talking with you. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Dr. Dan Ceballos. Uh, I'm a chiropractor at Advanced Wellness Center. Uh, it's a chiropractic office in Grandview, uh, 1351 uh, King Avenue. So uh, I really appreciate uh, this chance to chat with you. Uh, if anybody have any questions, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it now before I forget. Uh, the website is uh, AWC, C as in Charlie, chiropractic.com. Uh, we have our phone number, we have our address, uh, we have information about myself and the rest of the team and how we can help uh, essentially uh, let people get well through chiropractic. Now, the question was, how has the office changed uh, during this uh, COVID time or how are we different? Uh, it's been uh, a learning process just like uh, everyone else uh, who's trying to uh, make through make it through this time this uh, unusual time or new normal is kind of the standard that a lot of people have been using uh, you know we've been following the guidelines issued through the the governor's office and so uh, you know there was a time where this was a daily exercise where we would find out you know what are the standards you know how can we do best practices uh, and so so you know in our office we do a lot of the things that a lot of other businesses are doing uh, we tr- you know paramountly we're trying to make sure everyone is safe and so so we're adhering to the six foot social distancing having hand sanitizers there in the office. Uh, we're making sure that, you know, when we do schedule that we schedule enough time where there's not a lot of people in the office. And, and, and what's nice about, you know, what we do is, uh, when we do deliver chiropractic care, it doesn't necessarily need to take a lot of time. And, uh, you know, other modalities like, let's say massage, which is, you know, maybe a, a longer uh, visit, you know, sometimes some chiropractic visits can be as short as five to 10 minutes, depending on what's going on with the patient. So, uh, so lots of times when we do schedule, you know, we can be smart about making sure that there's not a lot of congestion or traffic or a lot of people waiting in the office. But if they do, it, it does tend to happen sometimes. So. We just want to make sure that when people are in the office, they feel safe, they feel comfortable, uh, they get in and out fairly quickly, and most importantly, they get great chiropractic care. So talk about your your background. How long have you been there? Sure. Um, where'd you get your degree? You know, 
Why are you in Grandview? So the question is, is, uh, you know, a little bit about my background and, and where I come from to get started here in Grandview. So I've been with Advanced Wellness Center for uh, a year now. And uh, I started uh, last uh, last May was uh, my uh, start date. Uh, I had been practicing in uh, Massachusetts for two years, uh, uh, right um, right out of school. I graduated in 2016 uh, from Life Chiropractic College West. Um, you know, proud to say that I was a valedictorian at Life Chiropractic College West, and so that was. Uh, you should, I, that is, I mean, that is amazing. You should be proud of your <laughs> success and. It, Everything it was, moving forward. It was a lot of work for uh, five minutes of fame when I gave my speech. <laughs> and so <laughs> looking back on it, I was like, you know, was it worth it? But, you know, it was, you know, it was important to me to, to learn my craft and be in school. And so I, uh, you know, it wasn't something that I was, you know, you know, gunning form. And for those of you listening, I'm doing the air quotes. And, uh, so it was not something that I was gunning for, but it, it, it did happen because it was important to me to learn the material. So I uh, graduated in 2016, uh, went and practice in Massachusetts for two years. And then, um, what brought me to uh, Columbus is that my sister-in-law, sister-in-law is actually from Bexley. She was born and raised in Bexley. Uh, my brother-in-law is there. My niece and nephew are there. So, uh, I have family here in town and that was uh, a big motive factor when uh, when I decided to make a change and uh, you know chiropractic is one of those professions where I, I could literally do it almost anywhere in the world and when your world's your oyster it, it's it's very empowering but it's also very intimidating and so you know you know all things being equal uh, I visited Columbus uh, you know I spent a couple of Christmases here the last couple of years and and I like the city and it's it's growing it's 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 got a great culture I, I love the environment so I felt I felt comfortable here so to do the move from Massachusetts to Columbus over a year ago, uh, you know, it was, you know, everyone doesn't like moving. It's always hard. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, you know, knowing that I had family here and, uh, knowing that I was going to be uh, working in, a, in an existing office at Advanced Wellness Center, uh, that made the transition, uh, much, much smoother. So that's, that's kind of what brought me, uh, here to town. So then one of the questions that I just thought of is we're licensed in Massachusetts. Correct. Then does your licensure just carry over to Ohio or did, was there something different you had to do? Absolutely. So, uh, so how licensing works in, in chiropractic, and I'm sure it's very similar in other professions that you, you get your degree, uh, from your university, but you actually get you know, the, the ability to practice in a state through the licensing board of each state and every state's a little bit different. And so, so when I moved from Massachusetts or when I moved to Massachusetts, uh, there was a, you know, application, there's a, there's a licensing fee. There's actually a jurance, jurance test, uh, as well. And, uh, and so when I did the move from Massachusetts to Ohio, it was a very similar process where I had to make an application, you know, pay a, you know, a fee and then take a jurance test here in, in Ohio. And, uh, and so, uh, thankfully, uh, it was easy to, you know, access the, the bylaws and the guidelines of, of Ohio. A lot of them were very similar to Massachusetts. And, uh, it was a matter of just, you know, reading up, you know, taking a test and which is never fun, but, but I, you know, I, I'm glad that they, you know, they do that, you know, to make sure that you're doing, uh, what's what the, the state considers, you know, uh, you know, standard, you know, standard process. And so, so that was part of the, the process to, you know, to be licensed in Ohio. And then once that was done, you know, uh, 
you know, a, a week or two later, you know, I, I get a message from, uh, from the state board saying I'm, I'm licensed to, to practice chiropractic here in the state of Ohio. And, and that was it. I'm sure people are familiar with what a chiropractor does. But mm-hmm. Explain, you know, the wellness aspect of proper posture and alignment. Yeah. And, you know, for those of the people, why would I go? Why would somebody come see you? Yeah, no, great question. You know, why Why would somebody want to see a chiropractor? Obviously, with so many health modalities out there, and there are quite a few, you know, it can be overwhelming to try to choose, like, how can how can I be healthy and and, and how can I, you know, take advantage of chiropractic? And so, so the, uh, for me, you know, when I answer this kind of question, it, it's a couple of two parts. You know, number one, you know, chiropractic is natural. Uh, you know, it's utilizing the body's ability to heal naturally. Uh, uh, you know, perfect example, you know, let's say you're at home and you're, you're chopping some onions and you, you nick your finger. Well, your body is so intelligent that it, it, it knows how to, you know, it knows how to heal itself. It, you know, sends clotting factors to the wounds. Uh, it, it, you know, closes the skin together, you know, and, and probably a week or two, there's probably not really any evidence of there even being a cut. You know, that's how, that's how amazing the body is. You know, the body is so smart. Uh, it takes a, a cell from mommy and a cell from daddy and squishes them together. And then in nine months, there's another person. So, you know, in chiropractic, what we do is we kind of tap into that healing potential that, that everybody has. And uh, when somebody comes in, you know, in terms of like, how do I get better? It, you know, we have to sort of do a little bit of re-education with a patient. Uh, and typically we take them through what we call our three phases of care. You know, number one is kind of like the acute phase or the, what I like to call, it's a very technical term called the ouchy phase. And so the ouchy phase is usually when somebody either, you know, they, they kind of point to me where it's ouchy, you know, whether it's the low back, whether it's the neck or, and so, you know, to get them through that first phase, uh, usually there's a little bit more um, uh, time with us. Because we're, we're basically, we're, we're making changes to the body. You know, we're, we're assessing the spine, assessing the muscles. Uh, we're making corrections and trying to kind of undo, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of, of degeneration, uh, uh, bad posture, uh, traumas, accident. And, and for those of you not want, David just sat up when I said posture. So, uh, so he's just making he, sure that I'm sitting properly. Yeah, he is. That's he is, my chair reclines. He, he, he uh, <laughs> he's doing a great job. And, and, uh, and so, you know, during this sort of re-education process is usually what happens kind of in the acute phase. And so at the beginning, there's a little bit more treatment, uh, you know, every, every, every doctor treats a little differently, but I would say for the most part, most people come in a little bit more often at the beginning because that's when they're hurting the most. And, and, and when we make our adjustments, we make our corrections, you know, we're, we're, we're putting, you know, we're literally putting bones back into proper alignment so they can gain proper, you know, biomechanics and movement. And, and the body has been trained to not be that way. So it's almost like you're, you know, training anything, whether it's a child or a puppy or anything, you know, you, you say no. And then what is, what does the child or the puppy want to do? It comes right back to where it was. The, the, the body is no different. And, and so we're training the body to learn how to, to be in alignment. And it does take a little bit of time, which kind of goes into the next phase of care that we talk about, which is called stabilization. So usually people will come in for about a month and usually we get them through the acute or the ouchy phase. Uh, in about a month, 
people can can kind of expect to probably, you know, have about a 50% reduction in their pain for the most part. That's been my experience. So if com- somebody's like an eight out of 10 pain, they can expect to be about a four or five after about a month. And, and, or, you know, if somebody's a four or five, they can expect to be a two, you know, that, that they can expect those kind of results, you know, under, you know, care in our office and care with me. That's, those are kind of my, my numbers that I work with. And then we get through the stabilization phase. And so this is where the, the time factor kind of, kind of comes in where it does take a little bit of time, but usually once we get them through that first month, you know, the body starts, you know, the body's very intelligent, you know, hence the, the example that I talked about with the cutting of the finger, uh, the body learns how to adapt and that's when we start backing care off. So a typical treatment recommendation could be, you know, somebody come in two to three times a week at the beginning for that first month. And depending on how they're doing, usually at the end of the first month, we kind of check in, you know, usually they're, they're called progress reports, uh, wellness reports. We check in, you know, are they ready to go to the next phase, which is stabilization? And, and, and usually, you know, most people are, some people, you know, maybe they'll stay on the same plan that they have. But eventually the, the, the goal is to start reducing care as the body gets, you know, smarter. So as that, you know, as they come in, as they get through the stabilization phase, which in my opinion is probably the most important phase, because when someone is stabilized, you know, the likelihood of them going back to the beginning, you know, when they came, you know, either hobbling in or crying in or, 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 you know, how they were at the beginning, the likelihood of them coming back to that is greatly diminished if we can get them through that stabilization phase, which is that final phase. And then lastly, the next phase, which is the third phase, which is kind of what you alluded to at the beginning, kind of like wellness, you know, what is, what is wellness, you know, and that's, that's when that's, that's to me the, the, the true power of chiropractic, because once we get somebody well, you know, we've kind of getting through, gotten people through that beginning storm of getting well, when we get them well, they tend to stay well. And then we continue to reduce care. So instead of coming in once or twice a week, now they're coming maybe once or twice a month, but still getting the same benefits as if they were coming in three times a week at the beginning. But, you know, the body doesn't require that much care. Obviously every case is different. And, but, but in general, as somebody maintains their program or their recommendations, you know, once we get them and graduates, graduate them to wellness, you know, that's where, you know, lots of times it's it's like once a month or maybe sometimes every other month. And we kind of just keep them at that maintenance for the rest of the year. So, you know, they can still have the health benefits of being aligned and and tapping into that healing potential of the body, but not necessarily having to come in two, three times a week to achieve that because the body is just so inherently intelligent. And that's, you know, I've just moved here in January. So, and I did have a chiropractor up in where I previously came from. And that's, that's the truth. It is about maintenance and getting to there and maintaining that. Now, physical therapy, chiropractic, Mm -hmm. different. I mean, I know there's a difference, but some doctors recommend a chiropractor. Some recommend physical therapy. What's, you know, the difference or advantage of one or the other. Sure. Sure. So the question is, is physical therapy and chiropractic, you know, are they the same? Are they different? What, what, what's, what's up with that, Dr. Dan? Yeah. So, uh, well, physical therapy, uh, there is 
quite a bit of overlap. And, uh, you know, when we go through our schooling, you know, we definitely have uh, classes in physical therapy, modalities, exercises. And, and, and to me, I feel like they're very complementary to what chiropractic does. However, when there's a little bit of a distinction is, um, physical therapists even have some training. I know doctors of physical therapy have training with the spine and, and adjustments. And it's all about kind of like, you know, prioritizing or where the emphasis is. So for me, you know, I spent, you know, three years, you know, learning about the spine and the joints and how, in, how to do corrections and how to make sure that the spine is in proper alignment. I, I also did learn about exercises and modalities and, and, and that's part of my training, but that wasn't my emphasis and not my focus. You know, my focus was the spine and, and, in, in, you know, the different sections of the spine. And, and that was for me and, and not only the spine, but also the extremities to the spine, the shoulders, the knees, the ankles, uh, that sort of, you know, those sort of ranges of motions and movements. And with physical therapy, it's a little bit more on the exercises, the, the therapies, the, um, uh, the different sort of instruments, whether it's um, one that uh, uses vibration, you know, uh, some people call it a TENS unit, if someone's familiar with that, or, you know, or the people call it the pads where they, you know, it's four pads, they go into a section, and then it feels like, you know, they're getting like little pulses or little shocks, you know, and and, 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 and that works great, because it's, you know, working with the body's uh, ability to heal by, you know, impulse it into the body, uh, or, or ultrasound, which is another therapy, a physical therapy we utilize, which is basically a fancy word for heat. And so, you know, putting heat, whether it's with packs or with gels or things like that, where that's a little bit more in the physical therapy world, although chiropractor can do that. uh, But I feel like, you know, physical therapist is probably a little bit more well-trained than, uh, than, than me, you know, in, in our office at, uh, at Advanced Wellness Center, you know, we kind of focus on just the treatment of the spine and the adjustment, you know, we feel like that's the true power of what we do. And so we, we don't do a lot of therapies or, uh, in our office, you know, we, we pretty much focus on isolating, uh, you know, segments of the spine or the extremities that are out of alignment, not quite, you know, moving the way they're supposed to, you know, maybe painful, tender to the touch and trying to uh, uh, correct those misalignments so the body can can heal and function and people can get back to essentially the living their lives. And that's really what where I want, uh, you know, my patients to be, you know, whether it's with me or with a physical therapist. Uh, now, you, you did ask earlier about like, you know, when a physician makes a, a referral, you know, you know, how come, you know, why don't they refer to a chiropractic or why don't they, why do they only refer to a physical therapy? So, uh, you know, there's a little difference on like um, uh, providers where, um, you know, you know, certain physical therapists can, you know, diagnose. And so, so they're sort of considered like a, like a primary provider. Mm-hmm. Chiropractors are the same way, you know, they're considered a primary provider. So then they can make their own diagnosis ahead of time where we, we don't need a referral from a, from a physician. Some physical therapists do. And so, so it's easier for a physician to refer to a med- uh, to a physical therapist, uh, because, you know, that's kind of the, the world that, 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 um, you know, in medicine, that, that's sort of a, a an easy referral. Now, some physicians do, referred to chiropractors and, and, um, and I, I'm still kind of trying to grow my network and meet physicians, you know, you know, through the chamber, yeah. <laughs> through the yeah. chamber who, uh, who do refer to chiropractors, but it's not as common, you know, 
like when someone goes to a hospital or someone goes to an urgent care, you know, there's not, there's not the chiropractic office in there, but sometimes in a hospital, there'll be a physical, physical therapy section. Sometimes in urgent care, there'll be a physical therapist on site, but it's not as common. And so hopefully, you know, as, um, you know, medicine evolves, uh, as, um, as, you know, everyone learns about how everyone treats and takes care that, you know, maybe in a, in a utopian perfect world, you know, I'd love to have, you know, the chiropractor, you know, in the hospital, you know, in addition to the physical therapist, in addition to the physician, you know, that would be in my Dr. Dan's perfect world would be great. Okay. So before we forget, you have this interesting gadget instrument sitting in front of you. Why don't you try and explain what that is sure. and um, what what you use it for? Sure. So I I, I brought uh, uh, an adjusting instrument because uh, you know the thing about chiropractic is uh, is that you know a, a lot of people do chiropractic because the, the question was uh, we have this instrument here at the desk and and so explain like what what is it and how how is it different and how do we treat that's different than the uh, you know the other chiropractor down the street and and in chiropractic uh, what's What's sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, one of its greatest strengths is the uniqueness of the chiropractor. Uh, just like when people go to a restaurant, you know, people have preferences. Some people like Italian, some people like Chinese, some people like Indian, some people like Mexican. And so, so everyone has preferences. And, and within chiropractic, there's different styles of adjusting. Uh, some are more manual, uh, where it's just kind of, kind of like hands only and the chiropractor doesn't use any, outside, um, um, instruments other than their hands. Uh, some other chiropractors, uh, you know, do use, uh, instruments to help on. And, and so, so what I have here is, uh, this is called an activator instrument and, and what it does is, and, and what we do at advanced wellness center that makes our office a little bit unique and different is that we're a, a low force, uh, gentle instrument based chiropractic office. And so when I use this instrument, uh, what I'll do is I will, you know, isolate the segment of the spine that needs a correction. And then, um, in this instrument, we have different settings. Uh, they're different numbers. Uh, they're, they're one through four. Uh, this is, this is what I call my travel model. Uh, the ones that we use in the, and it looks more kind of like, um, it's kind of like a, has a tubular shape. It's actually designed based off of a, of a old, a dental, uh, instrument. So, um, uh, um, you know, you know, maybe 20, 50 years ago, uh, when dentistry were doing, um, like root canals, uh, they would use this kind of a device, but they would, instead of having a, a nice soft, gentle, uh, tip at the end, they would have a blade to, to like split a tooth. Mm -hmm. So, so what we do is with this instrument is once I've isolated a segment, what I'll do is I will put it on the proper setting. And, uh, for right now, I'll just put it on the number one setting, which is the lowest setting. And, uh, you know, this setting is, uh, so gentle and so easy that it's, uh, uh, gentle enough for newborns and great grandparents. And it's, uh, and, and, you know, for that kind of population, you know, this is, uh, almost, exclusively the preferred method that a lot of even non uh even manual chiropractors will use uh but i will um i'm going to put it on my finger and so i'll put it close to the mic so you can hear what it sounds like so uh so essentially what it does is that uh, you know inside this chamber it kind of modulates the force so then you know i'm able to effectively kind of modulate like how much force i'm putting into the spine and uh you know for the most part when i'm doing a treatment lots of times most patients don't even 
feel it. And I'm doing air quotes again. Uh, they don't even feel it because it's, it's so gentle, but, uh, just because it's gentle does not mean it's effective. And it's kind of based off of, uh, more of a, of a speed component. Um, you know, if, if anyone remembers high school physics, you know, a lot of energy transfers kind of base more on velocity than, than, than force. And so, so the energy transfer is, you know, based off the speed that's in the chamber. So then, you know, it's kind of like I'm working smarter, not harder. So, you know, I'm keeping myself safe as a doctor where I can just let the instrument do the work for me. Uh, uh, versus having to, you know, day in and day out kind of, you know, put the poundage on my own body. I just, let the instrument do the work and, and, and people, people get better. Uh, now, uh, sometimes the question is, is like, is it, you know, is it going to crack? And, and so that's kind of a, a question that kind of comes up in our office. Like, are you going to crack me or pop me or crunch me? And, and sometimes, you know, people are looking for that, but, you know, because this instrument is so fast and does the instrument so quickly that, you know, that sensation of a crack or a pop is not really felt. However, you know, after a day or two, once someone is adjusted with an instrument, you know, they'll definitely feel the benefits because they'll be like, wow, I'm, I feel different. I feel straighter. I feel more aligned. Or sometimes people can feel sore, you know, and it's just like, like anything someone does that's new, whether it's an exercise routine or a change in their schedule, you know, when something's new, you know, the body has to adapt. And, and, you know, if, if somebody, let's say hasn't run in a, in a while. And then they decide to go run a marathon. The likelihood of them being sore after the marathon is probably pretty high. And so, so even, so with this instrument, you know, maybe somebody has never had a, an adjustment or, and it's been 20, 30 years of being out of alignment and we make a correction, you know, there's a possibility that someone will be sore, but, uh, but does it hurt? Uh, and that's a common question that I get asked, you know, will this hurt? And, you know, I can say that, you know, people will feel the, the treatment, but I don't feel like it's going to be painful. Uh, but sometimes if, if, if a spot is very sensitive, you know, I have the ability to modulate the settings. So then I'll try to minimize as much pain, but still be effective with my treatment. That's, and that's really neat. Cause I, I actually have never seen one of those before I've been to the traditional with the cracking and, yeah. you know, and the myofascial release. Yeah. So, um, it's just an interesting, uh, observation of a different way of doing things and you know and i guess it's what's comfort to me when i get cracked <laughs> if it's pain it's a good pain yeah because it just releases the pain that was there so but so as we're winding down here mm -hmm. you know of course i always love a good story sure without revealing any names of course, correct what is the most outrageous story you have had in your past four years? As yeah. A yeah. You know, so, uh, that, you know, that's, you know, that's the amazing thing about, you know, what I do as a chiropractor. So the question is, you know, what's, what's the most, uh, outstanding story or, you know, miracle stories or, or things like that. And, it, you know, it, you know, when I go through my kind of Rolodex of, of, of patients of, 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 of stories of how, um, you know, patients have gotten better, you know, um, uh, I'll, 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 we'll just call her Anna, you know, she's a little girl and, uh, she had, uh, some de developmental issues and, uh, you know, for a long time, uh, Anna wasn't walking or talking, you know, she was, uh, three years old and she was still kind of, um, you know, having developmental issues. She was having, you know, they, the, the mom came in initially with, uh, first brought her in for scoliosis. You know, she had, you know, a little bit of curvature in her spine, but she just wasn't, you know, developing, you know, quite, um, 
you know, quite as a little girl should. And, and so lots of times when, you know, I never, I can never make promises of how, what's going to happen from the results. All I can say is that we're going to, you know, assess the body, assess the spine, you know, you know, isolate, you know, areas of the spine that need correction and then kind of, you know, the body's kind of do is going to do the rest. And, you know, like, like I touched down a little bit earlier in the interview about how powerful the body can heal. You know, I can never know what's going to happen when, when, when the body's given an ability to heal, but I never underestimate the body's potential to heal. So when, uh, Anna started coming under care, uh, at first, you know, you know, no real changes, you know, like I said, you know, we're working on scoliosis. She had a little bit of digestive issues and that did get a little bit better, but, uh, let's see, she started in, around february and then uh and this was a couple years ago this wasn't (laughs) this past february uh uh and uh probably around i would say like june like summertime you know we started noticing that you know her motor skills started to improve you know she started to kind of lift and stand which is kind of you know if anyone who has have kids you know that's kind of like that first phase before they start walking is um you know start lifting and standing so she started doing a a lot of lifting and standing and we're like hey anna and the mom would be hey anna you know and so stand up stand up and then she would kind of like, you know, lift herself up. So then it went from lifting and standing to, to then she started taking steps. And, you know, when she first came to the office, she had kind of like, she had like a little walker and she had little crutches that she came walking in. And then uh, probably around October, because I remember it was right around Halloween. Well, it was getting to Halloween time. Like I remember, I remember like as if it was yesterday. And this is one of these moments where, you know, when you become a doctor and you, you just like, you never expect something like that to happen. Uh, but when it happened and, um, you know, she was sitting there, she was kind of playing with like a, like a little doll or something. And then her, her mom called for her. She said, Anna, come here. And she, she, she pushed herself up and this was without any crutches or anything. She like stood up and then she started taking steps and, and I, you know, and I saw that and I, I, I just, I mean, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get emotional right now. I, I mean, I, I saw that and, 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 and it just, I, I, I just lost it. I mean, I just started bawling, uh, because, you know, she had, you know, in just a few months gone from, you know, coming in with, you know, uh, you know, digestive issues and scoliosis. And then, you know, by October, you know, uh, you know, six, seven months later, you know, she's starting to take steps and, 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 and walk and, as she continued with care, um, you know, she, her verbal skills started to improve. And so, uh, you know, you know, Aunt, little Anna is, you know, she is like, you know, my favorite miracle story. And, uh, and, and, you know, and there's so many more to, to think of, but that was probably like one of the more dramatic ones where, you know, having a child with developmental issues who wouldn't, traditionally come to a chiropractor for developmental issues had improvement in connectivity and and improvement with her motor skills and things like that. When initially it was just like, you know, upset stomach is what brought her into the office and, and, and to see that sort of change and, and, you know, to tap into the body's ability to heal, you know, was, was, you know, amazing. And, um, uh, you know, this was, Anna was in Massachusetts. So, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've tried to kind of keep tabs with her, but, uh, but I know that, you know, had she not come into the office, you know, I, I don't know how her life would have progressed and how to, would, how it would have been differently, you know, had she not come in and not started walking, you know, you know, developing as, as she should, but I felt like we got her kind of got her on track. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and so that, you know, all that schooling and all that hard work and staying up for exams and, and, you know, you know, becoming like, you know, you know, valedictorian and crazy things like that, you know, pales in comparison to a little girl who 
now has a chance at life. And so it's just, you know, I, I feel like I have like one of the coolest jobs ever. And, and I think that's what makes our choices and our careers yeah. worth while or valuable that when we get to a point and we have, I always call them aha moments in nonprofit mm-hmm. that it's just amazing to see that you, you, you know, your purpose and you know, you're doing the right thing. So that, that was an amazing story. And I just, I don't know where to go from that because <laughs> it just, you know, but as we come to an end, what, you know, Final words, sure. recommendations, you sure. know, again, give us your phone number and how to contact you. But what, you know, for someone who's borderline yeah. thinking, should I go to a chiropractor or not? Um, I know a lot of people, I know there's that conversation, I, you know, I go, family members go, other people don't go. Mm-hmm. But your recommendation for that and just final words of wisdom. Um, lots of times uh, in you know, being a chiropractor, you know, I have one of those jobs where it's, it's kind of like a polarizing field. Like people are, you know, we usually have one opinion or the other. Uh, I, you know, I never tell people I'm a chiropractor and they're like, Oh, what is that? (laughs) That never happens to me. But, but when I do tell people, Hey, I'm a chiropractor. And then I get, I get one side or the other, I get like, Oh, you guys are the best. And, you know, because of you, you know, I'm able to do, I'm able to live my life. And then I then, I also also get like, you know, the, the, the bad body language, arms crossing and, you know, the skeptical, skeptical looks as well. And, uh, and for me, uh, uh, when people start telling me, you know, I have this, that, and the other, uh, can you help me? And my first question is, um, I, 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 I don't know. And that'll be the first thing I will come out of my mouth. I don't know if I can help, but all I can do is I can recommend somebody like, Hey, come in, let's do an examination. And let's find out, you know, is chiropractic the right thing for you? Lots of times when someone comes in, it's completely diagnostic. You know, we do a full head to toe evaluation. Uh, we check ranges of motion. Uh, we do, uh, some, uh, some thermographic, uh, muscle testing imagery. Uh, we do, uh, we take necessary x-rays, uh, to kind of take a look at the whole body to see what is happening. And then I can better answer someone's question can you help me? And so, so I always encourage, you know, skeptics, uh, raving fans, whomever, you know, if they've, if never, if they haven't been to a chiropractic office or never tried a chiropractic office, I feel like there's no harm in getting an exam. Now, you know, moving forward in terms of recommendations, that's a completely different conversation. And that's, you know, that's more of a personal, uh, you know, for every person, it's, it's a little bit different. And, you know, and I try to, I try to meet people where they're at. You know, I never try to push my worldview onto them, but I try to meet them where they're at. So at least, you know, moving forward, they're comfortable. And, you know, I'm completely honest because if someone is looking, you know, looking for that injection, you know, looking for that, you know, what I call a quick fix, you know, that's maybe chiropractic is probably not the right thing for them because, you know, we've had people who get we call like, you know, we'll call them shots, you know, steroid injections, you know, that sort of treatment. And yes, uh, you know, usually people get relief instantaneously, but like sometimes that's not always getting to the root cause of the problem. Uh, the analogy that I always use that, you know, when, if somebody was at their house and the fire alarm, you know, went off, you know, you know, there's a lot of things you can do when the fire alarm went, goes off. Uh, you can, you know, you can, you know, obviously call the fire department first. Uh, you can go and, you know, 
you know, leave the, leave the premises, uh, you can actually go up to the fire detector, pull out the battery, and that will definitely stop the fire alarm. Or you can probably do what you probably want to do is let's put out the fire. Let's, 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 let's extinguish that rather than just pulling the battery out of the, um, out of the fire alarm. And, uh, so if, if somebody is curious and they want to find out more information about, you know, what we do at Advanced Wellness Center and how, you know, myself and the other doctors, the other chiropractors in the office can do, uh, you know, please reach out, give us a call. Uh, the number is, uh, 614-488-6820. Again, 614-488-6820, or you can find us online at AWC, C as in Charlie, chiropractic.com. And uh, we have more resources and information on how uh, people can live happy, healthier lives. And I just want to thank you, David, for this opportunity to to speak to the uh, Tri-Village uh, Chamber community and this podcast and share a little bit about chiropractic and how, how we can help. And um, um, and if you do, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you do call this office and you do want to take advantage of doing an exam, you know, you know, if, uh, if you mentioned that you heard this on the podcast, you know, we'll try to, we'll, we'll give you what we call the, the tri-village discount and, and we'll try to uh, help you out a little bit, you know, having, you know, as, as a reward to be, you know, listening to, I don't know how long this is, 15, 20, 30 minutes of me uh, going on and on about chiropractic. So just mention that you heard the podcast and we'll try to take care of you. Give you a little, a little discount. Perfect. Thank you, Dr. Dan. Um, again, tri-village chamber partnership with advanced wellness center. Thank you for having that on your shirt. So I, you know, I can properly read it and everything. So, but thank you. Um, this was great and thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to business inspires a monthly podcast of the tri village chamber partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires.